but you don't want to put the work in. You don't want to. You don't want to build the resume. You don't want to actually have it where it counts to have the real leverage. You want her to respect your masculinity and your manhood because you have a penis and an XY chromosome. It don't work that way. Women respect resources. You can't check a bitch because you got nothing to check. You got nothing to check with. The only place you dominate is in the bedroom. Dominate on the balance sheet. <laughs> dominate on your wallet, which is your accomplishment. Any woman that you deal, choose to deal with, her money should be no good with you if you're 100% man. No good. You pay no everything. Good. Why? Because it keeps her in her feminine when she's with you. I don't give a shit. That the women true. I deal with, they know I don't care what you're doing. That is true. If you pay, I feel like if, as a man, it does make a woman feel more of a woman if you just take, nah, I got that. Nah, we going to hear it today. They might say all that stuff. Is, I mean, they like being independent, but at the end of the day. I agree 100%. My boy sounded like Martin Luther King, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my boy was sharing that good gospel. Shout out to that boy, Kevin Samuels, man. It's Henry Rocket Science 2, episode 80. Got my boy BG with me rocking tonight. And we're we definitely going, uh, we definitely, See, I'm still rapping, baby. We still, yeah, this nigga, this nigga's definitely out here. We're we gonna get into that in a second, but yeah, we're gonna get back to Kevin Samuels. Let's get into it, man, because I don't know why it's Tuesday, people. The Sixers lost on Sunday, so I don't know what <laughs> this nigga doing. This nigga probably had this since either, Sunday. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing either, man. Hey, it was a rough, it was a rough series, dog. But when we, we went, me and you went to game. We went to game four or five. Nigga, I don't know. I went to four and five. You and I went to five together. Okay. I went so to we, four in we, Atlanta. Then I went to five. Right. And uh, shout yeah. out to my nigga, Jake Powell. You, you lost them the series because you went to Atlanta. They lost. And then you came to speak. Just speak on how you've witnessed two of the worst L's in Sixers history. Can we? Can you just speak on that? Do you feel like yeah. it was your – do you feel like you lost the series? Uh, you know, I, I can touch on it just for a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm not really, um, I'm not really a superstitious type of guy, but apparently everybody on social media is. <laughs> I'm just trying to live my life. I'm just trying to enjoy my life. Um, my children were, were done with school. So I had a free week to just chill, hang out. So yeah, I ran into Atlanta to the game. They answer your question, no, I don't think I had any effect on these dudes. <laughs> and I'm not going to say I don't care. I am a Sixers fan. I am a Philadelphia fan, all four sports. But the Sixers just don't hit me like the, the Eagles do. So I don't really have enough room on my emotional plate to care about the Sixers as much as I do the Eagles. But to answer yeah. your question, um, it was rough. It was rough. Um, I was, was sad. Know, had, my feet up, had my feet up in Atlanta. I'm talking crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking crazy. Like <laughs> This is when they was about 20. Yeah, this was up by 20, and, and they collapsed. And I took my L and, and, and walked out of there the same way I did when the Eagles lost to them, <laughs> lost to the Falcons. <laughs> um, but to speak on it, so that was game four. Game five, I had a good day. Again, I, I, if you want to say I'm the reason they lost, I'm cool with that too. I had a great day. Um, by that mean, you so, were drunk as shit. That's what you mean. You was drunk as hell. I want to blame, blame five on you, too, because you showed up to the game drunk. You showed up to the game like AI back in his prime. And, 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 <laughs> and, and they took advantage of the situation. 
Listen, man, I'm not easily embarrassed. But this one here, I had to, I had to look myself in the mirror the next morning. Just I yeah, was at the pool, bro. <laughs> but tell the I people what out. you walked into the to the Wells Fargo Center with. <laughs> like, just tell them. Get set the scene on how you walked into the building. All right. Fresh off, <laughs> fresh off, of, fresh off a of game four loss in Atlanta. <laughs> Listen, I was enjoying my day. I, I had my business. I worked out. I went to the pool. It was like ninety six. I'm at the pool all day. I had a, a few adult beverages to set the tone. And honestly, I don't know if I was going to the game or not at that point. But I had um, what, what happened was I had some some rum. Then I mixed it with the tequila, not on purpose, but just enjoying the day. You run out of one, you, you go to the other. Next thing I know, I'm in the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> People, I didn't realize this the next morning. I didn't realize a lot of things the next morning. I was spotted. I'm saying I'm spotted because I didn't know I was there. <laughs> I'm in the Wells Fargo Center with flip flops on and swim trunks, glasses on, hat on backwards. <laughs> in the wrong seat. We, in, first of all, in we, the get wrong there. Seat. <laughs> we get there. He texts me because I was a little late. I, I, the only reason I was late is because Tremaine was getting drunk around my house. So yeah. you were getting drunk around the corner from me and you hit me up like, yo, what we doing? I say, I'm down to go to the game. I knew what you were talking about. I was matching your energy. I'm like, let's go to this game. I was ready. Like, let's, let's do it. So I'm waiting around the crib, waiting, looking at StubHub. Tremaine FaceTimes me, and I see 95 over. I'm like, <laughs> you at the stadium, dog? <laughs> I had intentions of going to Bill House, taking a shower. I had a, I had brought my, my uniform with me. I had my, my jersey and shorts in the car, my sneaks. <laughs> I was going to shower, reset. <laughs> go to the game, but my drunk ass never went to Bill House. I went straight to the game, <laughs> and, and, and according to Bill timeline, I was there an hour early in the parking lot. Hour early, no man. ticket yet. I, no ticket, no nothing. I'm looking at StubHub. I'm like, now nah, I don't think I'm gonna make the game. Luckily, the game is at seven thirty, so it was good money. I was able to Uber down there. But when I get to the arena, <laughs> I get a text like, "Yo, you get here yet?" <laughs> Jermaine's not next to me. I have the tickets. I sent him his ticket so he could get in the building. I'm like, yo, you, you get here yet? I'm like, yeah, I'm in the section. He said, me too. <laughs> I said, no, <laughs> I said, no, you ain't. You're not next to me. You in the, I look to my right. <laughs> nigga, I'm in the game. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Oh, man. He in the section over to us. Same row, same seat. I said, yeah. man, you in the wrong section. You better get over here. He said, I like it here better. And just sit, sat there until somebody <laughs> kicked him out the seats. <laughs> and came and then came out of all sit. people, motherfucking Kyle Anderson from the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> and I even, my drunk ass didn't even realize it. He like, yo, these are my seats. He had, like, he had a couple bad jaws with him too. Yeah. So I get up. I go, he had I go, no I girls with him. He had his <laughs> family. <laughs> he was with his mom, his girl, and like three kids. <laughs> hey, mom's all right. So now I'm sitting with Bill. I, I knew he looked familiar. Bill was like, was that Kyle Anderson that told you to get up to see? <laughs> Nigga, I was rolling. I had a good night, though. Oh, man. So yeah, 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 question. yeah. I didn't yeah. care the gloves because I still thought we would win in seven. You know what I'm saying? So they lose that game. I went from sixes and five, sixes and six, to sixes and seven. <laughs> but, just, but just to put a cap on, on, on that game five, leaving the arena – yeah, and this is not something I promote. I was dead ass wrong. Oh, I'm, not man. I'm not telling that story over here. <laughs> all, I'm gonna, all I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, don't commit a, a crime with Bill in the car. <laughs> nah, you can't, say that. 
You can't yeah, say that. Cuba. <laughs> what's the nigga? What's the nigga? I'm going to Cuba. Oh, Trey, who, who, let me who out. Got the car. Was it, it Trey? Was Cuba. I forgot his name though. Was his name Trey? Yeah, it was Trey. That nigga Bill said, "Let me out." <laughs> I said, "Nigga, get out then, because I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna commit a crime and then try to <laughs> try to try to drop me off at 30th Street Station? <laughs> I live on 16th Street. <laughs> oh my god. There's so much stuff. There's so much oh, stuff, bro. You ran over some cones. <laughs> this nigga ran. He at least ran. <laughs> we in bumper Listen, to bumper man. traffic. He trying to get around. People ran over some cones. I was out of I was out of pocket, bro. He might he might he did or did not uh, have a have a fender bender somewhere around that area, and then proceeded Listen, <laughs> to act like you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Just go get in the car uh, with your man. What's that shit called? <laughs> what, what's that shit called? Half back delay dial. <laughs> When the quarterback hold it like this, and, he it. <laughs> and that nigga would delay. delay. <laughs> that shit in the running back stomach. He out of here. All right, man. Let's, let's oh, man. We not gonna get indicted on this joke. Oh, get indicted hotline. Ooh, that's it, that's hey, it man. man. You got it, man. reading the scout report. Cheese steaks. <laughs> you might not want to say nothing about this. I one. might not be as good of a guy out as I think I am. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my goodness! Listen, this ain't gonna sound too. Episode eighty, man. Oh, that was a good one, bro. I was out of pocket. I, listen, not nah, you, was man. I know what I'm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm home. I'm glad. I'm glad you got home safe. I will say that. I'm glad you got home safe. We'll leave it at that. I was dead ass wrong. I don't know, know about leaving the pool. I don't know about getting to the game. I don't know about getting home. I know I got home, and then the next morning everything hit me. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking to you know everybody. Know I coach high school basketball. I ran into some of my players, their parents. Oh, man. I told them some truths. I probably shouldn't have told them. All right. Anyway, this ain't right. I saw people episode 80. Oh, man. Um, mm. let, let's get into the Well, outside of that, so we, we, we pretty much just, just talked about uh, Wednesday, what, Tuesday, and, and, and then fucking Thursday. So Sunday, game seven, Sixers lost. This nigga's still wearing yeah. his Sixers shit. So outside of – well, before we get to Sundays, how, how was your Juneteenth? So we officially – I guess are on notice with the holiday. I guess it's officially a thing. How was your, official, yes, your first official Juneteenth? Uh, it was cool. I mean, it was just another sun, uh, another Saturday. It was during Father's Day weekend, so I was down. I actually went to uh, my dad lives in Virginia. Went down to check him out. My grandpa uh, spent Father's Day with them. Um, wanted to get that. You know, I mean, that good family uh, time in this weekend. So that's what I did. And uh, plus, I felt like. The Sixers were going to lose anyway. Had a free ticket to the game and everything, but they weren't going to mess up my joy. So um, I stayed in Virginia, watched that, and uh, yeah, man, I was just kicking it, kept it low key. I'm, I mean, Juneteenth's cool. Go black people for the holiday, but uh, I think it's some other things that need to be addressed before we get some fucking holidays and shit. But you know, that's just me. So um, yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, everybody already knows this episode 80. See, I know how I'm rocking when it comes to, like, race relations and how the U.S. works and how the world works and all that good stuff. End of the day, you still got to pay the water bill. You got to do what you got to do to live and survive. And Coach Jack wasn't lying. But what I will say about Juneteenth is um, 
that shit is about as new to me as uh, Single Demaya. All this shit to me came out when uh, social media came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm glad you bring up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, let me just say, but in my defense, and I was watching Dr. Umar on a Breakfast Club, right? Now, listen, I mean, I'm about as educated. I guess technically I'm educated. You know, I don't graduate high school. I went to college. I went to an HBCU, right? And the reason I'm saying this about me not really maybe, maybe even knowing my history as well as I should is because Dr. Umar just set up there and set on a Breakfast Club, even though this was an older interview that most HBCUs don't even teach African-American history. You feel me? Which was interesting. I, yeah, I, I mean, we had African-American studies, but... We but if you like, take it, it's not, it's not something you have to take. It's not like an English right. or a math or... So if I'm keeping sure. it honest, you know, I'll I be real on the show. I'm very comfortable who I am. A lot of these holidays, I ain't heard of until Twitter came out, until Instagram right. came out, until we all started... I mean, black folks always looking for a reason to party. So we're going to party on Juneteenth, and I'll see y'all next week on July 4th. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-July 4th. Ain't that some shit? We get I the mean, one before... <laughs> man, it's, yeah, man, the optics on the shit for me is just all fucked up. My question is like, what we going? So is it going to be like soul food? Or like, you know how like Cinco de Mayo happened and it, it, like is Hennessy going to be on sale at the fucking liquor store? Like, what's am you I what, am, am I supposed to see that down the road when everybody gets a little less sensitive? Like, what, you know what? It's funny. You, it's funny you say that because on the shade room today, I did see that people in Atlanta at the IKEA was boycotting. Because on the menu they had watermelon fried chicken at the IKEA on Juneteenth. Yeah, really? you know I'm a frequent I- IKEA goer, and I've always seen like just regular shit like hot dogs and pretzels. Or I right. think is IKEA like a Swedish uh, furniture yeah, store? But you have like yeah. stuff like that. So they probably I don't know if they was being racist. Maybe I'm being naive. But they was like, hey, let's throw some watermelon out here. Let's throw some fried chicken out here. I mean, your boy would have grabbed a plate though before I boycotted. I'd have like, well, listen. <laughs> Like that, I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 we're in a weird time because, like, because do you got to be black to do stuff like that? Do I got to be a black person to serve watermelon fried chicken? Can I be a white restaurant and say Happy Juneteenth? Get yourself some collard greens and yams, like. And that's and that's the thing. Why I think when white people look at that black people, it's like they damn they do, damn they don't. Like so now we, it's like yeah. we mad regardless. If you don't acknowledge it, we mad. If you, we do acknowledge it, we mad. <laughs> We just angry black people, man. But I know on Juneteenth, shout out to my big sister, man. She had a great party at, at, at her crib. She um shout out to Big Rude. Big Rude came through, catered the joint. Right. Her own food was all that. I mean, homie blessed me. I mean, the hospitality was on the beam. So I walked in, I actually seen my mama. And you know, I'm a grown-ass man. So I was about I asked my mom to fix my plate. And she right. had never decline. She was showing off. Or uh, any other time, yeah. she ain't got a problem make, making the boy plate. You know what I'm saying? Big Rube stepped up though, put it together for the boy, man. Shout out to the boy, Big Rube, man. Shout out, Rube. Rube legend. legend. Yeah, yeah. Big sis put together a nice little function at her new crib. Um, are you familiar with Reiki? I believe it's called. Uh, why does that sound familiar? So I, again, this is I'm, I'm learning, people. I'm out here learning. <laughs> so at the crib, my sister had something going down in the basement where you go down there to get the energy up out of you. It was almost like a spiritual massage. Uh, uh, I Um, I declined. <laughs> I declined you don't, but you don't like being one with your spirit it's cool I declined I don't know why I just, it, ain't, it ain't for me <laughs> I appreciated the offer but no she put together a nice little event man everybody enjoyed it so all in all I mean my first Juneteenth it, it was cool oh yeah the shout out to my other sister my step sister Lisa she had a, a housewoman down in Delaware just got a new property built from the ground and shit so, so people I, I, really I having events man. man people really having Juneteenth events that's what's up yeah yeah I mean yeah, no mask, raw dog in the air. 
Listen, <laughs> mass, listen, Corona over Everything there. Everything back. Everything right. back. There's every man for himself when it comes to Corona now. Facts. I, I, the mass almost jammed me up at the liquor store because I walked in. First of all, I, I went to the liquor store Friday. Didn't have my mask. Walked smooth in. I was like, damn, hold, hold on. Did they stop you? I, I asked this white dude that came out. I'm like, hey, man, did they... uh? They make you wear a mask in here? He, he chuckled and was like, no. Walked out. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, well, guess I'm good. Yeah, I'm at the point now. My only place I've been stopped for not having a mask was at Foot Locker. And I told him, well, go get me one. Them days me running back to my car is done. <laughs> That's <laughs> over, man. I don't mind. I'll put it on, but nigga, you go get it. And by the time you went and got one from the back, nigga, we was done. Right, right, right. <laughs> what we here talking about? So, so how was your father's day? Chilling with your, um, you know, your, your grandpa and your, and your dad? Yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool seeing the old heads. Uh, you, uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, I appreciated it. I needed, I needed that time. I ain't seen my dad in a minute, and uh, I definitely ain't seen my grandpa in a minute. So that was good. Um, and just see the whole family. I was talking with my grandma for a little bit. It was a good time. But I, I, while I was having a good time, I saw a lot of negativity towards dads on the on Instagram, which kind of fucked up my time. I know that's very selfish, but like, man, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like, I feel like on Father's Day, even if you got an ain't shit dad or your dad ain't been around or something, you, you might just want to sit this play out and just let, you know, just let, let it flourish. Let the day be the day. And, uh, you know, take that stuff up on your private. Don't mess up my day. So, I mean, that might seem a little fucked up, but you know, that's how I feel. No, no, I, I definitely don't believe that's fucked up because I ain't gonna lie. Timeline energy is real. As much as we, as much as we are in these phones, as much as we are switching app to app, whether it's Twitter, and Instagram, um, for some people TikTok and all that stuff. Listen, yeah. anything I don't like on my timeline, I unfollow it or, or, or do whatever. Because if I'm on my timeline all day, I, it shouldn't be nothing I dislike or, or or something that makes me feel a certain type of way. Um, mental health, so even real shit, real shit. You know, everybody mental health is a big thing, and we all saying you know put our mental health first. I know for me. I unfollow like a motherfucker. I get you out of there if I ain't feeling what you what you got going on. Anything negative, all that um nine one one Philly, all that gun zone. Like I don't, I don't want to see none of that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Now, as far as the Father's Day, I was just actually saying the opposite when you and I talked before the mics came on. Is I feel like my timeline. I mean, at this point, we've all grown up together. I mean, I, I kind of joined social media in 2009. I really kept on Facebook, but like Twitter. And mm. in 20, 2009, 2010, 2011, it was bad. And I mean, people, our peers, they're bashing their dad every year. The same dad. It's not like you got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> or the same guy is bashing the same dad. They even right. were bashing on Mother's Day. Right. <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm saying? So um, I feel like I haven't, I didn't really see anything negative this year. I don't know if, if they've grown or if they tired of bashing the same nigga. Or maybe you don't follow them the first time they did it. <laughs> or, or it could, you know what? Or it could be that as well. And it's a couple people in my head. I'm like, yo, I know I know they about the bad using the same picture, same picture, same nigga every year. Like, you ain't got no new material. Nigga ain't been running 25 years. You ain't got nothing right. to say. Like, man, nigga using ain't been the baby Using the picture he was in the hospital. Last picture. Ever. All right, let me stop playing with that. Yeah, I mean, shout all out to right. all the people that that's more than fathers though, for real. I do feel bad for people that have lost their father. And I do feel p- bad for people that father hasn't been around. I, I definitely feel for y'all for sure. Um, and, uh, um, real and quick. I, I don't feel bad for anybody whose father's not around because your mama picked them. <laughs> Take that up with your mama. You understand what I'm saying? 
Because a lot of these situations where the father ain't shit, your mama knew that when she was messing with him. You understand what I'm saying? And for whatever reason, she felt as though it was okay to bring your ass to this world. So I feel as though she didn't care about you enough to bring you in here on a stable foundation. So, but I'll tell you what, that mom going to get shouted out on Mother's Day. Right, right. And maybe Father's Day too. (laughs) Another quick point. A lot of them daddies gave up when you was three, four, five, because he was tired of dealing with your mama. I'm not going to ask you, I ain't going to, I can't really explain, you know, how I know these things, you know, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to shout out the fathers that stuck through it. You, you feel me? That's right. a real thing. It's like, they, they tell you not shit for four or five years, and they tell you we're going to do this shit without you, we don't want you around. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is some real shit, man. This is uh, some nah, I feel you. Bro. I do feel you, though. I do, I do, I do Listen. feel that. Yeah, I feel that, man. And yeah, you could probably speak to it more. You are a father. I am not. You could probably speak to it a little bit more. Not saying that, you know, you have any issues with any baby moms or whatever. But I'm just saying that you probably can speak to the needs of a woman that has had your child a little bit more than I can. Man, one thing I can speak on is I just know how I feel. I mean, I had my I had my son. My son was born in October, my senior year of college. So I, I remember when I was twenty. I was twenty. Yeah, you was there, nigga. I was twenty-one yeah. years. I was twenty-one years. <laughs> I was twenty-one years old when I had my son. And and, and, and keep it a hundred. Like the relationship with my son, mom, better than it's ever been. Relationship with my my daughter's mom, great. My shit is pretty buttoned up. I mean, I, I feel like we got a good system for her. it's it's beneficial for everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, I may benefit the most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, my kids have solid mothers, dog. Solid mothers. The system is solid. Relationship the kids is solid, and that, that's pretty much all you can ask for. But I'm not gonna say that like the shit ain't been rough at certain times. You feel me? And the reason I don't really get into it that much on here is because everybody I can easily get on here and tell my side of the story, but it wouldn't be fair to them because they probably got their view and their side of the story as well. But one thing I am happy about is you know what I mean where we are, are today, and that's why I gotta tell niggas you gotta you gotta stick with it, man. And honestly, they might not tell me, but they appreciate niggas still being around. Yeah, yeah, hey, no, man. Man. They ain't gonna tell you to your face, but you know what I mean? It's, and it, they might never tell you, but I'll tell you what, like the kid might tell you at one point. Because I told this story uh before that years later, I've said to my dad, like, man, I just appreciate it. It could be for the smallest thing, like if it was for dealing with uh issue at one point, or taking me to a Sixers game when I was younger, or taking me traveling when I was younger, or me realizing. You know that my my mom could be a very a person that asks for a lot. So I'm like, damn, dad, I appreciate that. You know what I mean, it just changes when you get a little older. So yeah, I mean, it might come from the kid later. You know what I mean, it is what it is, though. Shout out to all the fathers, right? And I, I actually lost my dad. I think my son might have been two when my dad died, and that's a real thing. Because even like when I think about the stuff, like so, my dad would have died when I was like what 22, 23, and now I'm 34. Like it's like I see things a lot different. So I don't even know how it would be to even have my dad around at 34 years old. You feel me? But I'm also the relationship with my son. My son is 12 now. So I remember being 12. So I'm able to talk to him and let him understand. Like, look, nigga. One thing I I said to him, like, you really think I want to pick you up from Harrisburg on a Friday after I got to work, drive you two hours back to Philly, and then on Sunday, take your ass back. (laughs) Then I drive back here. Like, think about that now. This is something I've been doing since we went to, um, since he was two years old. Yeah. I'm like, 
you ever think I want to do this? <laughs> right. Like, shit, I don't. I told him straight up, it's the worst part of my life. I hate it. <laughs> but shout out to his mom because now she lets him get on the train by himself. You right, right, right. It took 10 years. <laughs> Y'all remember when I put that shit in the chat? Nigga, get off the train, man. I almost broke down. Took the nigga to get some steak and everything. I felt like he got his driver's license. I felt like we accomplished something. Like, nigga, for 10 years. Like, you feel me? Uh, no, I feel that, though. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, yeah. my son know anytime he called his pop, I was, whether I hated it or not. And I ain't start telling him how much I hated it. So, like, he's like 11. Hey, when he can understand it a little bit. <laughs> I live a pretty good life. I'm not going to lie. But I used to tell him, nigga, this is the worst part of my life. <laughs> this fucking trip. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> but no, definitely shout out to the fathers, man. Um, oh man, I miss my dad, man. And the older I get, I realize how wild my pop was. But my pop was a wild nigga, man. Y'all think something wrong with me? The older I get, the more I realize. <laughs> hey, man. Chip off the old block, man. I can tell. Hey, no, my pop I, was a wild nigga, boy. I, I, I can, I can, I can assess that situation just from you at. And so my shout, shout out to your nigga. pop. Great beard athlete. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But anyway, man, so what's what's going on, man? We gotta get into this Kevin Samuels. Uh yeah, man. First of all, cue, I just want to say it that, one more time though. Oh, I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. Let me, nah, nah, let me let me cue it up. Let me let me cue Kev up. Cue it up one more time with the people. I, I should have took some notes. Basically, people, are we should, should man should a man be responsible? You don't want to you don't want to build the resume. You don't want to actually have it where it counts to have the real leverage. You want her to respect okay. your masculine and your manhood because you have a penis and an XY chromosome. It don't work that way. Women respect resources. You can't check a bitch because you got nothing check. You got nothing to check with. Respectfully, check a bitch. The only place you dominate is in the bedroom. Dominate on the balance sheet. On the balance sheet. Dominate on your wallet, which is your accomplishments. I never looked at it like that. Your Any wallet, woman you know, that you don't choose to deal with, her money should be no good with you if you're 100% man. You pay everything. Why? Because it keeps her in her feminine when she's with you. I don't give a shit. The women point. I deal with, they know I don't care what you're doing. That's a good point, man. He, may, he makes a point. He makes some good points. <laughs> that, 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 the reason why that clip uh, circulated a little bit, I believe, is because he was addressing the men, which you don't see too often. Um, but this time he was talking about men. I agree with him to a certain degree. And now that like before in like college, when you like <clears throat> used to stress about going on a date and having to pay like a certain amount of money, cause you just, you in college and shit. Mm-hmm. It did feel a little like, I don't know. It felt different than right now when I can go out and, where we at? It don't matter. Nah, I put your card away. Like, you know what I mean? Nah, I got this. Right, right. It feels different. Make you feel more, it does make you feel, feel a little more masculine. And if you feel a little bit more masculine, then that woman's probably feeling a little bit more feminine and letting you take that lead. And, you know, I, I don't care what that is. Like, every, yeah, every woman likes to one. be treated like that. Yeah, every woman likes to be treated like that at a certain point. So what I was going to say, the reason I feel like, um, I feel like you feel the same way, you just didn't go all the way through with the thought, but the reason I believe that the clip was circulated is, circulated is because, like you said, he's normally checking women, right? So it's always the right. men sharing Kevin Simon's like, look what he's saying about y'all. Look what he's saying about y'all. <laughs> but in this instance, when this nigga saying um, men should be paying everything, 
women was posting like, how come you niggas ain't posting this clip? <laughs> you feel me? That's right. how I seen it going around. I don't think I seen one dude, I mean, outside of us throwing in the chat on social media, I didn't see the dudes pushing this one the way that oh, no. um, they normally push the other ones. You feel me? I didn't see bread on the close friends with this one up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I believe he, even his feelings was, well, I ain't gonna get it. I mean, he, he had nah, his own he he defended it. He defended it. He said he believed it should be. I think he put a percentage to it, like 75 yeah. 40 as far as that go. But, you know. Well, I wasn't going to yeah. throw it out there, but he, he felt 70 30. Or 75 40. 70 30. 70 30. 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Which is cool. Said, Shit. I, I got yeah, 70 30. I mean, what is 30%? You thought 30%? Especially the way he living. So, anyway. Um, you telling me three out of 10? You telling me every 10 times we grab something or do something. Three times? Actually, that's kind of high now I think about it. Right. But no, but, but, but see, and this is my only problem with the clip. Like all clips, it's all in like which part you want to like insert it. Like what, what part are we talking about? Right. Right. If I just meet you, right? I just meet a young lady. 100%. All right. That's cool. 100% is cool. I'm, I'm dating you. Yeah. We're going to date. I'm taking care of everything from the fucking parking, whether it's an Uber, all the way down to the dessert. It's 100%. Right. But if we're talking five, six, seven, a marriage or into the relationship, 100%. Yeah, now we a team. We a team now. So I'm taking care. So I'm, I'm talking from the mortgage down to the toilet paper in the house. <laughs> it's Her money isn't good for not even, like, that, that's the only part. I, you know, so to me, I, I just feel like it depends on what part you're talking about. Because, you know, we, we know 80 episodes now. So I've actually talked about before where you know when i was in my relationship when i was engaged or whatever at the time no i couldn't take care 100 percent of the shit but that was actually a goal of mine like when i get to a certain point in my life i want to be able to take care of everything now my 100 percent wasn't like i said from the top all the way down to the bottom that's not even realistic but all the bills mortgage like that's just something i wanted to do so right. like i said with this clip it just really comes down to what part are we talking about you feel me if i just meet a woman i do Think I should take care hundred percent everything, but once we get into the mix, the everyday struggle, what are we talking yeah. about? And and I just want to say too for all the women that might be listening, it ain't nothing sexier when a woman actually offers to do something without like asking. You know what I mean, so let's, let's not like I do feel like men should also lead with the wallet. We <laughs> lead with the wallet. That's a real that, that, Shout to Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's very pivotal And women look for that But at the same time I think we said it on here before I know we said it on here Every like every relationship I've ever been in A woman has like Showed that initiative early on And it made me realize Like okay To that team part That you're talking about Like at a certain point If you're looking at a girl For long term You're going to want a partner That is looking out for both Because it's all in the house now Shit you, you, well, Let me ask you this you know? though So early on You're dating a woman right? And she act like she reaching or she offers to pay. Do you think that's genuine? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so you respect that? I don't. I don't re. I don't even respect the gesture. And even if you're a stranger, like you don't know me, and you don't know me from social media, you don't know my personality at all. I still check them. Like I'm not checking them, but I still be like, come on, man, stop playing. Like, was you really going to yeah. pay? Right, I feel that, and I might make that. All right, same, what in cash at me then? After I'm already cashed out, took everything. Oh, you was going to pay? All right, well, send it to me then. Send it to me. Right. I'll take it now. I didn't change my mind. Now I had women. I've had women cash at me, regardless. Like, and I've sent it back. Then they did, now we playing volleyball to the point where I'm like, yeah, you know what? 
I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> you know, because you're gonna get it back anyway. She's gonna get it back. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. And that's what my mom that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's it's I think it's a cultural thing too, because like it's some uh cultures that the the male will take care of everything and he'll let the wife like um you know the wife utilize her money for other things whether that's around the house or whether that's savings and or something yeah you know i mean so it, it is it's definitely a cultural thing it's something that i've seen uh when i speak to my friends that parents are still together but they're, they're, they're not, they might not be black they might be you know another ethnicity it's definitely right, right. it's definitely a certain cultural thing so it's interesting man Cause, but it's all a conversation, right? Like, if we get into official boyfriend girlfriend, or we get into a marriage situation, it's definitely going. You gotta have some type of conversation. But I, right. I think we all agree that in the in the beginning part, in the courting part, I mean, even if um, <clears throat> I'm somewhere, you meet me, I be like, yo, bring this. I'm gonna see the paper. That, that's actually kind of a test that I do to see where you at with it. You feel me? Right, like right. it'd be it'd be joints. I be like, all right, meet me over there. Go grab two of these from liquor store. Woo, woo. I'll give you money when you get here. You feel me? And most women, especially the, I mean, the joints I deal with, they grab it, no problem. They get there, you give it to them, they act like they don't want it, blah, 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 blah. But I have had mm-hmm. instances where she's like, no, just cash at me now because of this, because of that. I'm like, well, I got you when you get here. Like, because I don't feel like, well, uh, right, right, right. I'm really testing them. I should test. I'm thinking like, bitch, you ain't got $40. That's why. <laughs> hey, you know, I've been there before when somebody asked me to bring something. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to need that now. I'm going to need but, that right now. I'm, I'm just trying to see where you at with it too, because I mean, all all women do is put put us in test, and I want to see you know how, how serious is she about this forty dollars? You know what I mean? Facts. Women put us through testing from is like immediately, like so. What's wrong with us doing it every once in a while? You know what I mean? No, I, I, I ain't nothing. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Because in the day, like my man Kev Samuels always says, is um, you know women control the access to the sex, and we control the access to it being a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So we, we we both got to figure out. That. That's a real bar. Pre- oh, that's a bar. I'm preaching from the Bible now. Ooh. Yeah. What uh, verse? What, what book is that? <laughs> so what I say? Well, it's all the book of Samuel, <laughs> and and that might be what uh, chapter six, verse twenty two, because today is June twenty second. <laughs> but yeah, he said yeah. So the women, I mean, and that's true. Because I mean, when you're trying to get with a woman, I mean, at this point, if I meet somebody, I'm trying to knock it down. What, what, my, what my man Clint Cooley say? I'm trying to take you. I'm trying to take you to Pound Town. <laughs> I'm not meeting up with you to, to see what, what, what book club you in or what book you reading. <laughs> I'm trying to punch a ticket to Pound Town, sis. I think a Clint funny as hell, dog. But yeah, I'm, I'm not meeting you just to meet you. Like we, we trying to see what it is. So the women have access to that. And if we continue to grow, then it's up to me to be like, all right, do I want to make this a serious situation? So that's interesting. I never viewed it like that, but uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it can't. It takes two to tango, and yes, I would be that like that. But you part. ain't raped nobody either. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> in any relationship you've been in, it was up to you to be like. At a certain point, <laughs> I could have been like, nah, you know, we should keep it like this," <laughs> or I could, yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. I've only ever had two girlfriends, and it's obvious who they are. And both times, the boy got hit with ultimatum. <laughs> I was told, shut up. We're not going to keep doing this, 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 and that without this. And I had to make a business decision. That's normally still, to this day, I'm trying to figure out if I made the right one or the wrong one. <laughs> oh, man. So where we at, man? This ain't right to episode 80. Are we, we done today? What are we doing? Uh, man. Yeah, man. I think we covered it. Yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, 
hopefully opinions were viewed. I know I had to air some grievances, but I feel a little bit better. I really wanted to uh, come on here and air some grievances yesterday. That's why I hit you because I was still a little salty about the Sixers L, but you know, I, I wasn't, I stopped being salty around game five. I told you multiple times and shit you is over. It in. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Cause it's all about, it's all about releasing yourself and just accepting it. Thank you. And, and that's what I did, man. If I said, fuck this, these niggas ain't going to make steal my joy. I was having some good weeks. And Let me uh, ask you this. so do you care about the Sixers more? Do you care about the Jets? It's a good question. Uh, I would say yes, only because the Sixers have consistently been better for this last like five to six years. So I have invested more of my time in the Sixers. The Jets, we've had a couple rough seasons. So I'm like turned off. Like, so you're not even like on Sunday, nigga. I watch it, but you know, they lose. It's just another L. They win. Good job. Good job, guys. But you know, until they until they really start winning at a consistent level where they can, you know, get my interest back up to where it was when they was making the playoffs. Cause that shit, man, for real, I'll be real with you, man. Sports, and we both play sports. So I think we view it a little bit different as far as like how much we get involved in it. So that's probably why we be be trying to disconnect from it from from time to time. Cause that shit fuck with me. Like it, when 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 I know a team should beat a team and they take an L and I know that I was there watching it, like that real watching the team take an L while you're there and you spent a couple hundred dollars for a ticket, that shit is like it's a different type of L, man. That shit is fu- it fucks with me. So well, let me just say this about the Sixers real quick before I go. So you're right. So we I played basketball right. So what that bothers me about the Sixers is because I played basketball, I know how hard it is to get to the NBA. I know how hard it is to become a coach in the NBA. I, I have the ultimate respect for these dudes, right? Doc Rivers and all that. Yeah. But when it's, like, obvious to a regular fan, the stuff that the Sixers should be doing and they don't do it, or the stuff Ben Simmons should be doing and they don't do it, that's what bothers me the most. Cause I'm like, bro, it don't take a rocket scientist, no pun intended. Yeah. Like, this ain't rocket Like, it don't take... That's the That's the part that bothers me, bro. It's like... But also, I think about it as, like, I played basketball, and, like, also, I think I was too, I ain't gonna say I'm too close to it, like, I know all these niggas, but we sit around town, everybody know, like, Brett Brown is my guy, you feel me? So, I, I used to know, like, insider shit, so I knew it wasn't nothing about a pop-up. Yeah. It's like, when you know so much about it, you just kind of, like, you get numb to the shit. football, I don't know nothing about it. I don't, I barely know, I don't really know these niggas. I, I'm really a fan when it comes to football. I feel like basketball, I knew too much to really get, like, really emotionally involved. I feel like I should be in the NBA. I should be a retired NBA player by now. At 34, it, you know what I'm saying? I, that's another reason why Got I barely, pension. can't get into it. Yeah, I should be. I should be retired. But um, so yeah, basketball, I feel like I'm too close to the Sixers. I'm too close. But football is my shit. That's where I, you know, I go crazy about. Um, Like I said, I just feel like there's not enough room on the plate for both. Even though, like I said, I, I want them to win. But when they lost, shit, I went to the pool that night. I finished my night out. It was a good night. Yeah. Once you call, once you call, I, I get passionate about both. But like, once you, once, once I disconnect though, it's just I'm there, so I don't you get fired. Like, like, you, 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 you ain't care. I mean, you, like, you use a 20-point lead in front of my eyes, nigga. That, I, there's no... Like, I don't care what you do. I, I even said... Go ahead. I said... I said I mean, my exact quote was, this is the type of team that will win game six, come back home, and take a huge L. And, and, and that. So, what and I was about to say was... Exactly what they did. 
at the game, I remember you saying, these things is up 17. And you said, these things about to blow this shit. And I'm in there like, no, they ain't. Feet up. No, drinking hands. Hey, we good. We good. Keep it to 15. I don't know. I didn't see you get in. I didn't see you walk in. So you might have. I remember drinking something in there too. I don't know where I got the drink from. We did but go anyway. to the bar. We went to the bar at halftime. So you might have went to, uh, got some from which one calls uh, Cam Reddish. Well, they must have blessed me. Man, I was out on my feet in that joint. But yeah, like I remember being like, nah, we good. That shit, Lou. I remember like Lou Will hit a couple sideways joints. I'm like, all right, but it's still 11. Thank <laughs> What? It was 11, no seven. starters in, nothing. Doc put them starters in at 10 minutes, and that shit went downhill ever since. All right, so listen. Doing a regular Shout out Ben Simmons, season, man. I was about to say, during a regular basketball season, Ben Simmons is somebody we see a lot on the streets pre-pandemic. Even in the summertime, I feel like I, I, I was sitting around town a little bit. Do you think you'll run into Ben Simmons this summer? If I'm in Cali, I'll run into him. If I go to Cali, Australia this nigga, year, I'm I, talking I about in Philly. <laughs> You're not going to run into that. You think you're running into Philadelphia? Fuck, no. That nigga don't even live in Philly. Hey, the only reason I – and we talk about this in the chat. I don't think I'll – I don't think he'll be around like that. Like, don't get me wrong. He'll be in Philly. But, like, nigga's a millionaire. Like, <laughs> it's Philadelphia in the summertime. First of all, it's extra high here, and it ain't a lot to do. So, like, nigga, but we would see him around. He would be out. He he would. You're right. He would. Um, he definitely would. We're not so are you asking me? You asking me, you am I going to see be him around in like that he, same capacity? Yes. Do you think he'll be out leisurely? You might see a Lamborghini rolling down the street and you're coming out of the motherfucking uh, Ritz. <laughs> I don't even think I don't yo, I, I don't think so. And not until the season re reignites itself. Not till everything everybody start coming in town and, and training camp. Then he might right now he ain't showing his face. There's no way. Like the answer's no. <laughs> the nigga's not gonna be a state forty eight busting down the mill right now. Like exactly. yeah. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah. But hey, matter of fact, he don't even live in, in Philly and he really don't need to be here. Like for real. That nigga was in Los Angeles before midnight hair time <laughs> after that game. That's a fact. That nigga, That's he might have took the fucking private from the stadium, nigga, uniform on, change on the plane, yeah, yeah. nigga. Not even clean up the locker. I get somebody else to do that shit. Yeah. And I, I'm on the plate. I'm on the PJ. I would have. And that's that's another. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like people get too uh, into the sports stuff. Like at the end of the day, the man made thirty million. It were just under thirty million dollars last uh, yeah, year. Yeah, I said the same thing. What did I say? Like, Nigga. I don't call. I don't, I don't care if some dude calls me a crumb bum on Instagram. Like, <laughs> what? doesn't matter. Millionaire. The next day, like I said, that nigga was probably somewhere with a shirt off, living his life. Chilling. <laughs> no, go 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 to an island, get some massages, and you know what I mean, call up the three baddest women in your phone, and you know, take your mind off the season. But like, That's real torn too. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I I think people get way too into it because these dudes is humans. At, at these dudes is people. At, at the end of the day, like, I ain't mad at him. He deserve it. The goalie of life. Like, my man. last point before I get off of this, we both said the same thing. Everybody went laughing at the Sixers and laughing at Ben Simmons. Anybody who had number one pick that year was thinking Ben Simmons. Absolutely. Four years later, everybody would have re-signed Ben Simmons. So it is yeah. what it is. So he's going to make his whatever he's supposed to make. And the right. funny thing about it, his next contract uh, probably be a max contract too. I don't, I don't probably know who, but the market is the market, and it is what it is. End of the day, he's a 25-year-old, three, four-time All-Star, all defense first team. I ask you. I'll ask you this question: Who's important? Who's more important to the Sixers? 
Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris? More important to this, I'm going to say Ben Simmons. I'm going to still say Ben Simmons because what Ben Simmons lacks can, can really be taught, I think. Tobias can never do what Ben Simmons do. Offense or defense. And, and what I mean by offense is when Ben Simmons is at his best on offense, when he is averaging 16, 17 a game. I mean, Tobias mm-hmm. might go coast to coast here and there. But if Ben Simmons in his right mind, he can get the rebound and go every time. You know what I'm saying? You can never teach Tobias to do that shit. Um, but like I just had to, I had to throw that out there. I just had to ask that. I needed that on tape. What, what, what you think? You think Tobias is more important? No, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, so many little think, things right. that Ben Simmons does. He's a lot of little things. Great, they're little things. But the biggest thing in the world, which is to put the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully it can be like figured out. Like hopefully he's gotten to the point where he's been humble enough to say, okay. And I'm not saying nowhere am I saying shoot a jumper. But nigga, get a motor. 30%. Yeah. Like we need that motor. You get, even if you miss both free throws, at least the other team picked up a foul. At least you got somebody. <laughs> I really do that. But to get under the court and, and, and toss another pass now, that, now you're not playing basketball. Now you're playing a different sport. I don't know what sport that is. They ain't playing yeah, handball that, that, or some shit. That 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 uh, hot potato. That that uh, <laughs> that play didn't really get to me because I know who. Like I've I'm used to, and we've talked about this a lot. I'm used to what he is. So like I'm used to seeing that play three or four times throughout the course of the game. Now that play that happened, it happened at a particular point where millions of people were watching, and it was a sold out arena, and it was in a That's game crazy. seven. So, like, you know, I, I okay, I get that. But, you know, I don't like hearing the noise and everybody, like, people was talking about this game, they ain't never been to a game. Or, like, I don't want to hear y'all opinions on Yo, anything. Like, that always bothers me. People <laughs> who jump in just to jump in, never invested, never done anything, want to jump in, want to jump in. Fuck but I hate the same people when the Eagles won a Super Bowl. Never watch football all day, like, y'all here partying, like you've been yeah. in the struggle. But that's what people were looking to do. And that's why people were so hot, so hurt, upset. <laughs> they were they they were looking to hop on the wagon just like they did with the Eagles and show up on parade day. Like, hey, look at us! But ain't no parade this year, baby. If you if you if you were an avid fan of the process and you've seen this shit, this shit don't go smooth. So we may be Trust cursed. Me. The basketball guys, I think Camden might have said it. The basketball guys ain't feeling the process. They ain't, but you know we gotta figure it out. Gotta figure it out. You know what I mean? AI coach. Put AI on the staff. Fuck it. You talking about a nigga showing up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga showed up My drunk boy. to the game. <laughs> Price still has Who was drunk? <laughs> who was drunk more? I don't know who was more drunk. You or AI. This thing, Trey Young was at the line and AI got out of his seat and spoke to the ref. I I want to know if the if the TV cameras got this shit because he was out of his seat on the baseline speaking to the ref. I said this nigga is bodied and living, but living, living legend, life, man. Living, living legend. legend. Shout out, my boy BG showed up with some therapy, some Sixers therapy, man. That Philadelphia sports do it to you. <laughs> oh man, that's why I ain't an Eagles fan. Thank God I ain't an Eagles fan. That shit, I'm a Jet fan, so it really don't fucking matter. I'm about to say, you see my Super Bowl jersey back there. But anyway, oh, in my trophy, don't forget that. This ain't Rocket Science People, episode 80. Shout out to my boy BG for popping in, man. Um, oh, you don't forget, man, we still got this Westshirts crew next to hats. Mine got a little thunder on it. She was running on it? Um, 
No, nah, that's either sweat or the pool. Yeah, yours look a little more fresh. <laughs> yeah, this joint is clutch. This is I'll tell one. you what. These are, oh, yeah. This is quality. This is quality work right here. Yeah, I'm gonna let you do it because mine look a little rough. But look at the quality. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of quality, put your hat through something, bro. Like this is my everyday. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole culture and Dirty Diane. I don't know if they can see that, but it's my everyday. It's a little bit of pool in that little sweat. Let's wait for it run. I mean, I got probably 50 fresh ones in the car, but I choose to wear this one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little everyday action, but no, I appreciate you, brother. Indeed. Saint Rocket Sands, we out. Hot of being 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 hot of being